0: I really want a pair of cymbals now because I just heard that song. You
1: should get one of those monkeys. <laughs> yeah, like
0: the little, sh- the little sh- things that go... With sh-
1: sh- sh- funky eyes. There. Yeah,
0: well, if anyone doesn't know what that song is, that is Mr. Perfect's theme song because that matches the pay-per-view that was this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Sunset Foot Radio. I'm your co-host, Thomas Lee. You Always join with the most handsome man in the room, Alex Drayton. Alex, what is going on today?
1: Hey, good morning, Tom. What's up? Man? Oh,
0: God. We picked that Mr. Perfect song because... Hell in a Cell, ladies and gentlemen, was, I want to say, almost the perfect pay-per-view that the WWE has done in a very long time. What do you think?
1: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. I, um, I, I liked how it was very, like, you know how NXT only has, like, four or five matches? Yeah. This fit that bill because you had three Hell in a Cell, which I think were, I don't think it was, like you said, perfect. Because of the placement, I would have flip-flopped two matches.
0: Well, we always said match placement is the most important thing. 100%. Yeah, and Randy Orton had to be the last one because that was a title changer.
1: I don't... don't, See, that's where I disagree. I would have switched the first and the last. No. No, really? Not with Afan Sika coming out? Mm,
0: That makes a statement in the beginning, man. I, I think the way it was set up was perfect because when you have someone eclipse to the fourteenth time of being a champion like Randy Orton has. That's yeah. that that's a big thing, man. If when you really think about this, Randy Orton's been the champion for fourteen times. Who else has more than him? Right. Cena, Flair, right. you win and, and you Triple it. H. I think times. I think Triple H is fourteen.
1: Triple H he's tied with Triple H yeah. and then you have Cena and Flair.
0: Yeah, or Flair and Cena Flair, for the Cena. old school right, fan. Yeah. Yeah. So I think just because Randy Orton hit that fourteen number, that was definitely the main event. And if you really think about it Look at what happened during that match. They went on top of the cage. They paid homage to Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. Now, I read mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. spot that McIntyre fell through the table. He wanted to do that because in 1997, the first Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, he was he vividly remembers mm-hmm. that match. So, with that match, he wanted to take the same bump that Shawn Michaels did because he idolized Shawn Michaels when he
1: was a kid. Wow, that's and that's a rough bump, too. That's still 10 feet up in the air. I it told you, I, I can't go up on a little midget ladder let alone... They got to have a ra- ranch house to put lights up for the holidays, <laughs> let alone going 10 feet up in the air.
0: There's no way my fat ass is going up the ladder. I'm petrified of heights. No, we're not that aerodynamic. No, yeah. we're not. You gotta I'm, pretty, that. I'm pretty grounded. To right, we're ground. pretty rotund. So. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I, I'm very petrified of heights.
1: Like, so, you know, kudos to those guys. Obviously, you knew the spot was coming because you can see the holes in the thing. Yeah. So you knew at some point somebody was going somebody up. Somebody was going up. And I didn't you expect You've seen the it little notches for where you can stand to get a little bit of leverage. But... Everything, with that being said, everything has to be perfect for it to, to mm-hmm. look the way that it came off.
0: Yeah, and that match played off very well. If you really look at it, there was no outside interference. Right. I mean, I was, him waiting, clean.
1: I was waiting for, um, I, I was hoping that maybe in, in Roman versus Jay, somebody would have did, Jay would have done the uh, the rikishi spot, just like his dad.
0: Oh, yeah. When he jumped <laughs> at the top of the cage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when he fell off the back of the cage yeah. onto the hail truck, or hail, hay. Yeah. It was like a bale of hay, but obviously there was a crash pad because it popped out. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for the rock. I did it for the rock. I did it for, it for the people. people. <laughs> um yeah. But if I mean if we're if we're talking about Hell in a Cell in general, if you look at all the pay per views that the WWE has done this year, now granted, COVID has put a a large damper on a lot of them. Yeah. But when we even think about the live crowds, The you Royal
1: think, Rumble seems so far away. The Royal Rumble was so far away it and seems granted like last year. Yeah.
0: And everyone talks about the Royal Rumble was a great pay-per-view obviously because not just because that Drew
1: McIntyre won the Royal Rumble, but because Edge came back. Yeah, I think they would have had um starting off with the Royal Rumble, how hot it was. Yeah. I think this would have been a great year for pay-per-views in general. Absolutely. Um but um I do think that a lot of people benefited in this COVID era wrestling that we're getting, Thunderdome wrestling that I don't think would have came off as well without um with crowds being there. Yeah. Um, main one being this Roman Reigns feud. Because everything about that feud had everything to do with the silence and them talking in the ring. You couldn't hear that if people are uh, cheering and booing and all that commotion in the stand. they Even, would have had to yeah. do it differently. But I, don't, I think it has been absolutely pristine the way it's been done. And they're really um, grabbing the bull by the horns. And I think they finally get a hang of what they need to do. In this type of environment.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, this type of environment, they have the lease on the stadium until December first.
1: I seen that. Yeah. So the arena, the Amway Center. The, uh, I just got a thing talking about uh, the NBA coming yeah. back. Yeah. Because remember, the
0: Amway Center. If, 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 if no one knows this, in Orlando is where the Orlando Magic play basketball. So with the NBA season starting pretty soon, I heard it may start just, maybe at Christmas. I heard I heard it, like that. it might be maybe yeah. Christmas, but. Even if like starts December first, that means that WWE has to get out of there. So they're looking for alternatives. Season
1: begins the twenty second of December. It says. Oh, if really? Des- if the season begins December first, emerging as likeliest opening date for training camps. Okay, so they need the court then. Correct. They
0: need their arena back. So, Correct. what the WWE is gonna be trying to do is they're gonna be. I think I read it was North Carolina, Texas, and Illinois. They're looking for arenas that don't ho- don't like aren't home to any sports.
1: There's arenas, but they're not home to any sports? Well, any or... sports
0: that are not playing. Oh. So okay. they got to find an arena that doesn't have any scheduling Well, conflicts. they can probably go
1: to the Meadowlands because those two teams aren't fucking playing. Those scumbag <laughs> giants huh. and jets. Okay. <laughs> outdoor. You just go outdoor. outdoors because they're not doing anything. 70,000
0: people outdoor <laughs> for a bronze. Pieces of crap. <laughs> God. My Bills got a lucky win the other day
1: against the Jets. Yeah, the six
0: field goals, man. Eighteen to ten, the uh, the Jets were given twelve. The Bills were given twelve points. I don't bet the spreads. i had been doing like parlays, but still, you had the Buffalo Bills. I can't score a touchdown against the New York Jets, and the Jets ran the ball up the up and down the field the first two drives like they weren't an no one seventeen. 17 but
1: uh, don't get me started on the giants and the eagles on thursday how many that,
0: memes did you see of daniel jones wrestling related
1: they were all wrestling related and they were too perfect I, I think the funniest thing i, I seen and i texted to my father last night was uh he sent me that picture of, of daniel jones falling i said there's been somebody online who had said that he's seen the ghost that sam darnold seen and that's yeah. why he tripped <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my god.
0: The best meme I saw was when I think it was Seth Rollins giving him the curb stomp and like you see him like his 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 uh, his foot right near his head. Oh I think and he's there slamming was one the of Booger T doing the scissor kick. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw <laughs> and then I saw one with uh Randy Orton giving him the RKO and I saw one with Seth Rollins and the Booger T one. God but it's it's just bad luck to be a New York sports fan all around right now. All
1: around, yeah especially if you're a Knicks fan, too. That's yeah, well, that's a whole
0: other story. But to to be a fan... The Rangers
1: are the only ones with the hope. Let's yeah. go, Rangers.
0: To be a fan of professional wrestling right now, you have a lot of different outlets that you can watch. You can, If you want to stick to WWE, you can watch the network. You can watch NXT, Raw, SmackDown. If you're the AEW fan, you can watch AEW. If you're like myself, I like both. So right now, there's a lot of different outlets for fans to be happy of, and you got to really be happy about the effort that the WWE did this past Sunday on Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Simply because, not just because there was so much storytelling involved, the match is really compelled behind that storytelling. Like, if you really if you really look at the opening match of Roman Reigns and Jay Uso... I you,
1: text you. That was the only thing I text you about, because then it got later, because yeah. I told you I was two hours behind. But How
0: are you two at work? Is at work?
1: I I got out Yeah I didn't get home Until about uh, 7.30ish And then um, Like I ate and stuff Yeah at with, dinner uh, and stuff My wife We sat at the table And then I was like Alright pay-per-view's on Let's watch it That's why I was so See fun, for
0: me Like when I know I'm gonna be late Like cause I'm, I'm Luckily on Sundays I'm off but, like, if I know I'm working on a Sunday or whatever it is, like, I have to shut everything off. And, like, my first instinct would go into Facebook and look at the 434 4 to see if anything happens. So, I got to learn. It's, like, yeah. self-control because you want to go home and it's, like.
1: I do it once 8 o'clock. If I can't be on my phone watching it live and getting reactions, like, I like to go to Twitter because that's where I see it the fastest. You um, love to tweet. No, I don't tweet. I just go no, on troll. No, you go on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Troll. Um, you damn troll. So if, if I don't watch it live and then re- watch the reactions live, I'm just off my phone, which is now, you know, in 2020, the hardest thing anybody oh, can yeah. do. Oh, yeah. I mean, social media is... Right. And then I, I'm so stupid. The my backbone wife would of laugh right because now. I'll turn the pay-per-view on, and then when you hit... Um, watch a lot watch live or restart yeah it automatically puts you at the point where it is instead of restarting from the beginning <laughs> so i'm holding my hand up at well, the no, television no, you, you, and i'm trying to watch the scroll bar no you just watch start over no i when you hit start over yeah at least at my house i hit start over It'll show you exactly at the point where it's at. And then I automatically... Oh, I've I turn, never seen that. I, I mute my volume because I don't want to hear anything. And then I just put my hand over like this, the television. <laughs> I don't want to see. Right. And then I just uh, <laughs> click... Because uh, I'm, I'm using my Xbox. I click the left I think trigger. That's, I think that's why.
0: Yeah. See, like, when I, for when I do the network at my house, I have the two fire sticks up and downstairs. Oh,
1: see, that's why. I, I use my Xbox. I, yeah. I have a Google Chrome class, but I don't think that's on there. So... And
0: be and you had the smart you have a smart TV though, right? I do. But, but they took it off the app.
1: Yeah, it's on it's not on LG Smart TV anymore.
0: I never looked at I I have a Samsung Smart TV. Um I just got it a couple months ago and I really I still use the Fire Stick for it, so I just use the Fire Stick for the network. Right. And of course when because I, I was watching football to like six fifty nine and then I turned on seven o'clock the hell in a cell. I didn't I didn't want to watch the pre show. I didn't yeah. want to watch Drew Gulak Against our truth, as you choke on your coffee because right. of the fact that it was so funny that it was on a fucking pre-show. I don't want to watch that. I don't. I don't need to watch Jeff Jarrett talk about matches, and I don't need to see Charlie Caruso even though she's pretty cool to look at. Mm-hmm. But seven o'clock, of course, I turn on the fire stick, and it's like okay, and update your WWE app. I'm like, oh, oh shit. lordy, it was like bug fixes or whatever, and then I got it through, and it was like seven o one, and I watched the intro and leading into the first match. Yeah. But like, if you really look at that first match, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso,
1: masterpiece. It was, it was so compelling. Dude, it was like, very I, compelling. I, I almost had tears in my eyes watching it. Like I, I kept looking at my wife, who's laying down. She's actually she. That's the only match she watched because after that she was out like a light. Yeah. Um, and I kept looking at her. I was like, this is such good shit. I was like, the mm-hmm. storytelling is out of control.
0: The whole match, the whole flow of the match. I mean, we. We kind of we kind of got it right because we you know, not just we talked about match placement, but we talked about
1: what would happen. What
0: would happen during that match? And we mm-hmm. said it would be slow, methodical, which it was in in Reigns' favor
1: because it was like that the last time. Yeah,
0: he was taking his time. He was making a statement, not just to Jey Uso, but to the rest of the Uso family That's and the his family thing. It's too. A, it's a statement. He's making a statement. Like we said when this feud first started, the only reason why Jey Uso is in this feud is to make Roman Reigns the over the top heel character that he was always supposed to be. So now he's that character.
1: And boy, give, give Jey Uso and the, in the oh, Usos yeah. so much credit, man. Like, yeah. They really earn their payday. Jimmy right, the right Gimp ain't gimping
0: anymore, too. No, he's not. I noticed no, that. No. Jimmy the Gimp ain't gimping. Jimmy the Gimp. ain't <laughs> No, he but that. the Gimp along together yeah. is our damn I mean, blooming onion. If you, <laughs> 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 I'm going to be completely honest with you.
1: Don't say you were a good guy.
0: I messaged the Outback on our Sunset Flip Radio Instagram. Oh, that's on Instagram. great. I explained to them who we are, how we talk about them. Still, no answer, which is fine. But I gave a link to the podcast, so if if they want to listen to us and maybe throw us some swag, that'd be pretty cool. Maybe some coupons for some blooming onions,
1: some kookaburra wings, right? <laughs> some kookaburra
0: wings, thing. some some cheese fries. I and just want some onion.
1: brown bread and the honey butter, man. <laughs>
0: that butter's so good.
1: I'm I'm like contemplating. So last night, just to get off topic, but that's fine. There's I no was, script, remember? Uh, was, it's I, just on no script. Right. I'm sitting at my dinner table. We we ordered out. Um, which I have been doing what you got? way too much often, but the wife is pregnant. She doesn't want to cook, so. Hey.
0: Oh. oh, yeah, surprise. <laughs> wife. surprise, y'all, wife is pregnant.
1: Yeah! Yeah, it just kind of came out.
0: <clears throat> it was funny because Alex mentioned it to me two weeks ago, and I didn't want to say anything, and we we obviously didn't say anything, so I almost hit the stop button, and then he was like, no, it's fine. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. For the that's how I know people will be listening, right? So if I get congratulations in yeah. the coming week, that's when you know. So, then hey, you're listening. So, Sons hey. of
0: Flip Radio is having a baby, everybody.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> I know what it is, but I'm not letting anybody. So else what know.
0: we're gonna do is, when his wife is ready to go, we're gonna bring all the equipment
1: <laughs> to the hospital, <laughs> the backpack, and yeah. Everything. Hold bring on. Bring the headset. Bring the yeah, headset. Bring the, the headset. microphone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna have play by play. We're gonna have a live episode of Sons of Flip Radio. <laughs> what are you gonna call
1: Michael Cole? Yeah. <laughs> The big dog, the big dog is back. That's a big head. Yeah, <laughs> right. it's baby time. <laughs> um. So what was that? Oh, so getting back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. I, we were just sitting down, we were eating, and I was. Sh- What'd you get? I got this pasta. Was actually right from
0: there. where?
1: Luigi's. Oh, an owl? Yeah, dude, pasta
0: was amazing all the time.
1: A grilled chicken, portobello mushrooms, cheese, yep. light cream sauce. Phenom. That is called the... I should Poy- know this. I know the Poy- menu like the Poy- back Poy- of my hand. Della? Yeah. Or something? Dude, we went, when, It was, uh, was phenomenal we I, were I o- loved it. Loved when it. When
0: they were open, we used to go on Mondays because they did two for 25 mm. Their pizza's good. The homemade sandwiches are phenomenal. They do focaccia mm. bread sandwiches. <clears throat> my brother... The schromboli knots got it, um, are ridiculous.
1: Aubrey got the shrimp bowl and uh, my brother-in-law, Joey, he got like a sandwich.
0: Dude, it's so good. Yeah. And I think it's the best pizza in but Some of the best food at a pizzeria is really good.
1: Definitely... Great pasta, like that between that and capricci's, like uh,
0: capricci's is good too.
1: But I, I think they might have a leg up here.
0: I think Luigi's does too. Yeah. I mean, because I think their quality is always good. Their portions for the, are really for good, at least their and food, for the price for
1: their food. Food, like I've had pasta, at capricci's, all right. Luigi's, clear it's better. It. I cleaned it. Yeah, and they um, gave you the
0: nice salad and the bread on the side. Yeah, and, the I, bread I, was good. I honestly, I haven't had never had a bad meal at Luigi's. Good, like Red Moon. Is Red Moon is turning into like the Hulk Hogan for me. <laughs> I idolized it when I was a kid. <laughs> racist. Right? They're not. Racist. They're not, racist. I know, I'm just <laughs> I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. You got one black boot, what? One white boot. <laughs> <laughs> not a racist. That's from the Arsenio Hall episode with Macho Man. You should really YouTube it. But no, like, like the Red Moon Pizza and Howl, When I was a kid, we went there every time, yeah, every Friday with my with man, my parents yeah. and my sisters. So like. That was like my Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Pizza you know? Fridays. Pizza man. Fridays, and then like as the years gone by, I just fell out of interest with it. And like I would always give it a second chance, but I always have always have bad react. They're there's, only good there's more places, you know. Yeah, they're nice. only good for like the broccoli roll, and like uh, if I want a chicken parm, I'll go there. That's it. Mm, okay. So they're taking the back burner, right? right?
1: So I was I was talking about um I was just looking aimlessly, just like down, and I was just thinking about this bread. Like I'm Hispanic, I'm Puerto Rican, so uh, I I grew up. I'm Italian. I grew up <laughs> I just having like anything. coffee in the morning at like eight, nine, ten years old, which is like you know being an adult and so major VR, of you. And just eating this bread, which is just oh man, this Puerto Rican bread, which is just the best. And I had to text my father on a whim. I said, "Hey, I know this is random." But what's the bakery, the pink bakery that was in Perth Amboy? I think it was close to a church. I forget which street it was. He got back to me like four or five minutes later, and he said what the name was. So I was like, that's it. So I'm, I may or may not be traveling to Perth Amboy to go get a couple loaves of bread just for shits and gigs. If not, I'll do it tomorrow. That's cool. But just because. I know that random just to get off no, topic. Fine. but
0: uh I love talking about food. Yeah. yeah so the Wrestling on. and Food Podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: As we drink our Dunkin'. How come we're not sponsored by Dunkin'? We should be... Everybody gets a shit on Dunkin'.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we just picked the Outback randomly because that one joke that happened like 14 episodes. Oh, by the way, this is episode 30, everybody. We're hitting 30 now. And uh, we really thank you for listening. And thank you for obviously getting over the 1,000 downloads and there's much more content to come. Uh, We're only getting better by the minute. Um but what is also getting better is the fact of Jimmy Uso's character portrayal. He has done Jimmy J- or Jay Jay, whatever. Yeah. It's it's like the hardies for me. I always say Jeff, and I always say Matt. Yeah, you and I mean did that Jeff. Last week, yeah. I do it all the time. Jay Uso, in my opinion. Like if you look at Jay Uso as a wrestler, like yeah, he was part of the Usos, but like you know, Jimmy was on like Total Divas, and like Jay was always like the back burner guy. Now like he's taking the step into the forefront.
1: Well, I mean, he's also had to at a yeah. necessity with yeah his had to yeah on the shelf. And, and honestly, the only and Jay you know. was always the one who was hurt. Jimmy's first injury was what he he's dealing with now.
0: Did he get the DUI? Or was that Jay?
1: <sighs> I forget. I forget.
0: I forget which one too. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, if you look at that match. I think they both might have one between them. (laughs) I know. That's really bad. They're identical, literally.
1: Uh, You should have used your brother's ID. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of it.
0: There were so many good spots in that match. And I I knew Jay was going to go to the weapons a little bit because we talked about that. And that was kind of obvious. That that was
1: his only ticket to Mm -hmm. possibly having a, a shot at
0: winning. That is true. Yeah. But the spot when he did the drive by with the stairs, that was awesome. That was brutal. That was brutal. I mean, obviously the camera work was perfect because you didn't see his hand. I mean, you kind of saw his hand cover it because his hand made the noise when the stairs hit him, but obviously to protect himself, but I mean, that spot in general, if you're talking about storylines and drama and everything, that really took him out of the match. Yeah. And then um and then when uh when he wouldn't give up, he was like unconscious. Right. That was awesome. So
1: every time, basically, he hasn't given up in any of his matches. He hasn't. He hasn't been pinned. Um, He didn't even submit. And there were, there were probably 47
0: in. times when he could have got pinned. Because he hit him like, with six spears, choked right. them out.
1: And just like they kept saying, you know, in any other punch. time, this yeah. he would have been done for. But because this was an I quit match, and the only way to win is to say, I quit. And Roman kept saying, don't let
0: me go to that place, Oose. Don't let me go to that place. But he went there. And he, he went, went there. He to that place. He did. He went to he that went place. Went to Outback, that's where the place he did. <laughs> 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 He got the tail and the fillet. No, but he went to that place to the point of even, like, if you looked on the outside. Now, this was this was really compelling. Like, to me, this was what really determined this whole new character by Reigns. The
1: most compelling story told that night. And Sasha Bailey was a hard second. Yeah.
0: But, go ahead. If you looked at... Paul Heyman's facial reactions in the entire match—that helped. He put that match over a thousand times more than it already is because if you now, if you look at Paul Heyman as a character, everybody, Paul Heyman, very, you know, he's a loudmouth character. He's over the top. If you look at his times in WCW, if you look at when he was the uh, owner promoter of ECW, when he comes in as an announcer with WWE, and then he brings in Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. he's Brock Lesnar's v- v- mouthpiece, vocal piece. He was really never really scared of Brock Lesnar because he did all the talking. If you look at now, Paul Heyman, he's kind of acting, obviously, second fiddle to Roman because Roman is talking more. He has a harder demeanor than I think Brock ever did because yeah. Brock was always like.
1: Other, other than Punk, who could handle his own on the, on the yeah. stick, he's got another um, person with him that can handle their own. Exactly. So now he takes the back seat a little bit. And in this case, in Roman's case, I think he takes more of a back seat. Mm-hmm. And he watches Roman in awe. He does, exactly. He's his um, advisor, but like. Counsel? Counsel to the Special, tra- counsel. special, counsel, counsel, special counsel to special the tribal chief. Special counsel. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I love all these new things because he yeah. doesn't want to be a manager. So I respect yeah. that. That's actually pretty cool. Um, but he takes a back seat. And his reactions through this whole match. He's, you know, he's been in ECW. We know how ECW was hardcore. Mm -hmm. That stuff, compared to what he's seen or the way he sold it on Sunday, made ECW look like it was PG. Oh, yeah. And the way, and and, uh, I mean that in a sense of the way his facial expressions were selling. I mean, the violence, obviously.
0: The violence was obviously more in ECW. They had more. Of course. Yeah. But they had more.
1: Yeah. But to he, play with he their... almost looked like he would wanted to say, Roman, yo, that's enough. Yeah, like, that's that's what I got. From Telling him.
0: him to stop. And then, like, Correct. honestly, you're right. Like, because even when Roman walks out now, you know he he walks I, I out. I
1: love. I'm sorry to cut you off. I love the handout. All, all Roman does is with a stern face looking at hard cam with a handout for a microphone. Yeah, and that's it. He don't say shit. Yep. Until that microphone comes in, it's, and when I he comes it. out, it. when he
0: comes down, he and he like on the ramp, and like the fireworks, the pyro goes off, like and Paul Heyman's like just looking at him in awe. Yeah. Yep. Every facial reaction that Heyman has towards Roman Reigns is like in this awe shock moment.
1: But do you know how much that matters?
0: It does because you're telling the story about how crazy he is as a heel. Right. Absolutely. I don't think
1: I think it comes off so much better if Paul Heyman was doing the same. Um, smirking that he was doing with uh Brock Lesnar, yeah, it wouldn't be as it good. It wouldn't be the same. No, because
0: if you look at how Brock Lesnar sometimes comes to the room, like, he's laughing, he's smiling, like, when it was, our, there was a promo with, or a, a segment with R-Truth and and Brock Lesnar, remember, oh, when yeah, R-Truth was, was joking he, around. He made a, yeah, he made a laugh, too. Yeah, he's laughing, like, Roman ain't laughing. Mm-mm. Roman ain't smiling, he ain't laughing. Very stern, and if he is laughing, very, very stoic. You know? yeah, yeah, it's a sarcastic laugh more than anything, but that really made that match I think 10 times better was Heyman's facial reactions and yeah. the amount of violence that actually went in that match if you look at it and I mean Jey Uso did have some offense he did he hit him with a couple super kicks he did the flying Uso splash at the top rope Roman didn't quit he says the head of the the head of the table never quits or something like that he said That's the travel chief never quits right right so it got down to the point where you're wondering how is he gonna get the upper hand in Jey Uso, and how the hell is Jey Uso going to lose this match because he's obviously not gonna say he's quit when he's right. co- looks and like then, he's coming in and of, of being unconscious, right?
1: Right, and then they turned it into a strap match at one yeah. point. <laughs> that yeah, that was awesome. That was great. Yeah,
0: that was a strap. So it was a Hell in a Cell I Quit Strap match, right? And so you
1: added another layer that nobody would have yeah. thought about. And at one point, you First see... First who's the guy loading all the stuff under the rings? <laughs> yeah, Can we who's talk that about guy? that guy? <laughs> like, hey, you know what? I'm going to just put a strap here just in case.
0: Even for Bailey's match, too. Like, there was obviously kendo sticks. And, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Of yeah, w- what, a why, little bit.
1: what's the fascination with kendo sticks recently?
0: I don't know. I, I mean, it, uh, it, I think it started, I obviously, with... a little with, safer, but... Yeah, uh, with the Rollins, with, Mysterio, yeah, and all that. Yeah. But after the... Like, and that strap played a big role because, like, you see Jey Uso choking at Roman with the strap... And there were some times when they looked at Roman's face and it kind of looked like he was turning blue a little bit. It did look like, yep.
1: Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you're cousins, you can lay it on a little bit. Like I said, there's a little real life there because I I, I feel that storyline. You know, you beat your cousin's ass or they beat you because you guys are around the same age. One's always bigger. You guys are never all equal. Yeah. Like I live that. You know, so, like, I could get it. You just want to lay it in a little bit. Yeah, and But then, it also helps with storytelling. And
0: too. then it got down to the point where, like, you have people coming down from the back, try to stop Roman Reigns, and they're in the ring. And then all of a sudden, oh, Jimmy that, the Gimp. Dude, Jimmy that, the Gimp comes poor down.
1: referee. I heard he got hurt.
0: Did he really? Yeah. He got was, flung over the top rope. Right, the Asian guy? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he got flung over that top rope. Yeah. And you didn't see him after <laughs>
0: that. <laughs> Jimmy the non-gimp comes back, and now it's like...
1: With the Foster's.
0: Yeah, he's he's coming down. He's hugging Jay. He's crying. Roman looks like he's starting to cry. No, it's not like, what he was. He was it's like, "What are you doing, oos It's your blood. It's and your blood, oos This, this and is like, Josh,
1: and then they started dropping. Yeah, they started breaking real names. Guy, this right. is
0: Josh. What's he, what's it's Josh and Josh and John. Jim, John, yeah. He's like, "This is Josh. This is your cousin." And all of a sudden, Roman runs like, "I don't know what I'm doing." And then he locks them up. They're all J's, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he locks them up in the chokehold. And you see you see Jimmy and that, reaching
1: out, reaching out for J. And that was... That was the First of all, that was, that was... Climax. ...Roman's in to actually win was yes. because his brother interfered, knowing that his brother, if he does something crazy enough, his brother's got to come down because that's the Achilles heel.
0: That is the... Part that's the place that Roman didn't want to go where he's bringing in another member of the family to take it over he
1: said it though he did he said he, he would do it and if it was his wife or kids or whatever and everybody's going it. Down. and then
0: you see you see Jay reaching for Jimmy and Jimmy just screams I quit I quit and lets him go
1: dude how great was that
0: that was awesome
1: that that sequence that was a very long minutes. match too. That took up the
0: first like forty five minutes, mm-hmm. depending on the
1: intros and all that stuff. But good because it needed to be. I, I don't think there was anything I would have cut out. Um, the only thing I would have liked to have seen um, was it just on last personally. Yeah, well, that, but that's just my personal opinion.
0: I think that match had a start because it told the tempo and the flow of the rest of the pay per view. Honestly, that defined the entire pay per view. Yeah. That whole moment. And then when Roman finally wins, right? He's looking back at the Usos. You don't see who's on the ramp. Mm-mm. He's looking back at the Usos, and telling them, you know, you're worth me now. And then here comes Afa and Sika. And
1: they both are looking at him like, damn. Yeah. And they, you're going to see their reluctancy in the coming weeks to them to actually oh, do yeah. it. Yeah.
0: You're going to see the promo coming up on, on Friday with, with yeah. Roman coming out and. Basically bringing Jay out and giving him the rules or telling him what's up, and then right. I mean, it's gonna happen. The Samoan bloodline is gonna it's gonna be brought into yeah. s- spotlight, hands down. And wanna, if it does, not is horrible. I just want to see horrible. Rikishi come out. You I'm telling get, ya, you,
1: you got everybody else at this. If point. If Rikishi
0: comes out, and, and if Roman Spears Rikishi just because of Jay not joining him, then that's a fucking statement. We talked about that last week.
1: Yeah, tell Jeff to give Rikishi <laughs> a call. <laughs> tell Jeff, All right? Yeah,
0: but um, no, and then you see. Afa and Sika, the wild Samoans, standing on top of the ramp. Afa is Roman's father,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and remember we talked about. We said, "Oh, I'm like he'll get like a lay on his neck."
1: Yeah, he got he yeah uh, he
0: got that shell lay. He hugged his father like a puka necklace. Yeah, he he hugged his uh, uncle. Yep, and you see the the Samoan dynasty standing on top of the ramp.
1: And you know what I I liked even better about that going back to Paul Heyman, <clears throat> Paul Heyman himself in in his eyes and looking through his uh, just expressions, you could see him. That was like, holy shit. Yeah. That was his holy shit moment. Mm -hmm. And just the face sold that. Exactly. And that's why I like it. And I think that's why that I I get what happened at the end uh, of of the pay-per-view with, uh, with um, Orton winning. Like I I get it. But that, that moment alone, if you flip flop both of those, to me, it would have worked and I would have been okay. Mm-hmm. The middle match would always be Sasha and Bailey. Oh, yeah, we knew that going into it. It was perfectly placed. Yeah, it was good. We'll get there. The match placement was there. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, But I. that's why I think that moment alone was just like, because of that, this is the hottest storyline. It is. I don't even care how many times Orton wins the belt. Well, that's it was, that's it was not the, important it, to the me, But Orton
0: really. McIntyre was the finish of the story. This isn't the finish uh, yeah. of the story. No, this is I know just that. the beginning. And that's yeah. why
1: I, I just thought like there's something else Chapter more coming two, here. Chapter two, that was. So if something's ending, why not start it? At the beginning and end it. And then at the end of the night, settle it with uh, what we've seen with Roman and Jay. Yeah, I don't again, know. I, I could have flip-flopped it. The way it turned out was the way it turned out, and it still worked. So, yeah. I mean, either I way, mean, they I mean, again,
0: if Orton let off, you know that Orton wasn't losing. So... It, it, or
1: it, yeah, I mean, you know who who knows? You want to jumpstart a pay per view? You don't have the new day doing a, a, a tag team match, match yeah. like we always have. You oh know yeah, what I mean, so but
0: if if if, if the, I mean the WWE was kind of predictable, knowing that I mean we we talked about predictability and match placement, but right. pre, but being predictable was some of the, the that the WWE did do on Sunday when he did put Orton McIntyre in the main event. But you know that's not that big of a deal because I think the Roman.
1: I mean, the way I I think the way they told the story for um, for Orton for Orton. I think it could have went either way, because I felt like that as the night went on, based on who got offense and whatever, and then, obviously, Orton won. Um, I understood that, too. Yeah. Like, I, I, I for once, didn't think, like, okay, Orton's winning. Actually, I actually had a feeling. Based on how win. everything else went for the night, I was like, okay, we got a title change. I, I had a feeling he that. was going to win, yeah. I mean, I, if you really think <laughs>
0: about it, if you look at everything. I was surprised. We had three changing of the guards. Especially
1: one RKO. Yeah. Which he de- he doesn't even hit well on McIntyre because McIntyre doesn't lay down. He uh, kind of turns the side. to the side a little yeah. bit. So that, that's the only thing that really upset me. Well. It's like he can't take his finish.
0: I, I think that match because of what they plan on doing when they go on top of the cage, they do the bump on the table, they, he literally opens up the cage with, uh, with right. uh, the cutters. Yeah. I mean, I think that I guess, those I guess, spots were meant to be for the end of the yeah, match. You're, or for the end of the pay-per-view
1: have somebody while it's hanging up there, you got to redo it. Like I I get it. now when you put those little, those little minute details, the dots on the eyes, then that makes sense. Mm -hmm. If you're going to destroy something, you can't destroy it at the front at the beginning. You So
0: no, but I mean, I think the Uso Roman match really laid the groundwork for the pay-per-view. And like, is it even worth talking about the three matches that weren't in the hell in a cell? Okay. The Hardy Elias match, we both said that Elias was winning and it was just basically a seven eight minute wrestling match I where a, I could have caught a nap at that point. Yeah, I could have gone to the bathroom. I I, I could have made like the or something. I think I really
1: was on my phone for most of that. Yeah, like, I, I really didn't it was care very about it was it. it was slow. I knew there had to be something in between there, and we knew that was announced uh, prior mm-hmm. to the pay per view start. Um, but like again, it's it a was popcorn match. Yeah, was... There was nothing. So here is the thing:
0: Jeff Hardy's <laughs> character, and then again last night on Raw, he loses AJ Styles for the qualifying. Survivor Series, and then Elias, Elias hits him, and then again. come back later like, uh, he hits Elias. So we're going back and forth, but this is right. hitting tr- each other with literally the Literally trading shot
1: Yeah. uh The I all, just hope that all over. three Helena cells superseded the one before it. Like they just kept getting better. Yeah. And it was so hard to follow that.
0: Well, but I mean, I'll obviously give you... somebody does. Yeah.
1: And you're not going to do two Helena cells back to back. No, you can't. Um, no, you can't. No. But um, you know, it was just like, the, it, it, I don't know. it I guess for what it was, it was, it was fine. Yeah, and
0: I mean, we'll we'll rank all three of them. But I mean, if you look at the other matches on the card, now the Otis Miz match is kind of interesting because
1: I like that one. That one fit on the pay per view not being in a hell in a cell. That
0: did because it was actually worth something. It was worth for Otis's briefcase. And now when now here's the funny thing with Otis. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I got a point. Okay. So here's
1: here's here's the thing. (laughs) I guess this won't make any logical sense. Um, based on who the champions are and how the feuds are going. So Otis before has the briefcase. Wouldn't it have been cool, I guess if it was another champion. Let's say it was somebody else versus somebody else for it. And Otis having that match with The Miz. Wouldn't it have, have been cool to have Otis cash in before that match so Miz couldn't get it. And then let's say he won or he lost. Either or. He lost the briefcase and now... Guess what? Now yeah, nobody's is yeah. So the match is it. worthless, yeah. Right. I would have I would have done that. I would have swerved it a little bit. Um I thought that would have been cool. Would it would have fit? No, not really, but it would have been something different.
0: So what the WWE did. I think this is the last mid decision because mm-hmm. let, let's start from the beginning with this. Yep. Tucker's drafted to Raw. Otis is on SmackDown. Right. Miz, you know, his whole reasoning behind the briefcase, he gets it for emotional whatever it was. So he gets it. He and beats. Otis,
1: Otis's point was, well, I won. I won the square. match. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're like, you know what? Yeah, all right. Now we can even take <laughs> it back
0: further. When we did our episode about the Money in the Bank preview and the actual Money in the Bank show, this is when Otis was catching a lot of fire with the fans and catching a lot of fire on social media, and he's a with him and V K M was pushing him to the moon. It was Vince's idea to give him the briefcase, but even it was though,
1: never. I don't think it was ever like realistic of him. Exactly, it was shocking cashing just on in for anything but a lesser championship. Yeah. I mean,
0: there were so many theories. Is he going to cash it with Tucker against the SmackDown Tag Team Champions? Is he going to go after the the Intercontinental title?
1: Why bastardize what the briefcase is supposed exactly
0: so now we're entering the territory of does the money in the bank briefcase really matter at this point because it was it was kind of viewed as a comedy prop with otis he he showed no signs of cashing in except that one time against braun Strowman where you kind of almost snuck up on him a couple weeks after money in the bank
1: right which was fine to play that hand because it's like okay you keep the money in the bank thing fresh like hey don't forget
0: and then you forget about him because he wasn't on television no and then he comes out with the lunchbox and he comes yeah. and then he starts to think with the Miz. Because then
1: Mandy uh, went over to Raw and all yep. that stuff happened. So in that time, it just became like, oh, I forgot he actually had it. Exactly. I forgot about it. Yeah. I really you forgot, forgot about it. it. Now,
0: the tale is old as time. Tag team partners split. Now, obviously, Tucker costs Otis the match. Why did he? And then he magically gets drafted back to SmackDown. Well, I don't know. That if was the mistake. They did. Oh, they did. That was the mistake. Because I think this is a last minute booking decision in WWE's part. Because why would you book Tucker to Raw and then change him back to SmackDown?
1: Why wouldn't you have done that in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. And so I think this is a couple. Of this is a last minute swerve.
0: Yeah. yeah. Last minute swerve. So now we're gonna see a program between Otis and Tucker. Tag team splitting. If Tucker. You, if, Tucker. 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 And now, if you if you look at the splitting of the tag teams, it's the tale as old as time. You can go back to Tito Santana. And Rick Martell of Strike Force mm-hmm. at WrestleMania Five, you can go to the barbershop window with the Rockers and Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. You see all these different cases of a tag teams splitting up. Does one really prevail over the other? Does one have more success over the other? Right now, on paper, I think Tucker's not that bad of a wrestler for his size. Mm-mm. Otis is viewed as a comedy act. He's viewed as a gimmick. He's viewed as a guy that has a certain set of moves, and he does his, he does the caterpillar. The, the caterpillar for the fan support and getting over like that. So now we're going to see Tucker against Otis for a little bit of a time, I think, because obviously you're going to see why Tucker cost him the match, and I bet you it's going to be... what What is it going to be? You mm-hmm. held me back.
1: Oh well, he said it. Yeah. He dropped that promo right after.
0: He literally said that. Yeah. You held me back. You...
1: You took me for granted. I didn't
0: see that promo because I moved from downstairs oh, to upstairs, yeah, and yeah. I had to update the app on the TV oh, in our studio. Okay. So I didn't see that, but I looked on the 434, but... I just took a guess of what it was,
1: and that's the promo that he cut. Yep, you held me back. Mm-hmm. Whatever you took me, it was like you took me for granted. Um, I was the one who, you know, pretty, you know, I was the one who did this, and blah blah blah. So yeah, again, same same trope that we see. It's when a tale when as people, old as time. People break the good old fashioned
0: right? double cross. That's it. So where is this gonna go? I honestly? don't know. At
1: the Miz with the briefcase. Well, like, I was
0: talking about Otis and Tucker. I mean, oh. for me, it's gonna be a couple of matches. You're gonna see, you're gonna see new music from Tucker. You're gonna see new attitude from Tucker. You are see new outfit from Tucker. It's like Cass and in uh, Enzo. Enzo, right before Enzo went to the cruiserweight division, you right. had, had that long program. P-
1: it had potential. That that feud between Enzo and Cass had a potential. Yeah, and then tu- and then Cass and I- just socks and tore his ACL and
0: yeah. and Enzo got fired ultimately. Yeah, but this feud, I just see a couple matches happening, and then I see Otis. Otis goes over. Yeah, but then you obviously you bury Tucker, but then what happens to Otis after? Nothing. He's just a stuck in the mid card guy. Mid card division. So now that's that. But now the Miz is on Raw with the briefcase. So Where do we go with this?
1: So here here's I'm gonna just you know, it's my well it's our our podcast. This is F B one oh one. Right. Here's here's what I think What do you do with the Miz? This is gonna be weird. I don't think that briefcase is meant for the Miz. I think it's meant for Morrison in some weird way. How that's going to happen, I have no clue. But that's the person who actually fits having the briefcase. Because I could see Morrison being a champion. So can I. And I think he's going to have a run at some point. Um, not for a while, though. Well, with everything going on, absolutely not. What I think is going to happen... I think Morrison versus Big E down the line, when they're more established, is going to be hot. They're going to be hot fire. Well,
0: that means that you got to bring morrison over to smackdown no i
1: know well you know keep them yeah. separate until you know whenever but john
0: if john morrison did the good old tale as old as time a heel turn on the miz because technically they're kind of tag team partners or their alliances yeah i wouldn't be
1: surprised but it's better suited for morrison so uh so i'll just finish my point on the miz here now i, I don't know i i think this is a usa stunt it because the show um, with him and Maurice coming back next month. Exactly. And stuff. Plus like, the cannonball show too that he's but, a host of. But like, so is he, are you going to have another failed in, so in five to six years time, you're going to have the most failed cash ins. But before it was always a hundred percent. When you got it, you won it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that makes the money in the bank briefcase look like that toy briefcase that's hanging up on the wall in the <laughs> studio as opposed to something that's really legit.
0: Nine years ago. The Miz became WWE champion again.
1: I, I know that they they actually showed this because it was against yeah. Orton and and all that stuff. So and they but, they put it on all the social media. Sites. Yeah, but
0: nine years ago he was the he headline. He always talks about this. I headline WrestleMania. No. The Rock headline WrestleMania, you were just a pawn for the birth of The Rock and Cena. That right. was it. Yeah. So maybe Vince McMahon owes him this from nine years ago. And if he does, then that's really crazy because I then don't he think... really liked The Miz. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, my opinion of The Miz, he's a great personality. He can talk well. If you look at him, he has his own show with his wife, his reality show. Now, even I, I believe
1: th- The Miz belongs where he is. He does. Absolutely, and he's 100% earned it. That's He for does. Sure. He does. From nothing to something. And yeah. Something big.
0: If you look at The Miz's career, start off in the real world. He went through Tough Enough. He worked his way up. Mm-hmm. He was a tag team champion with Morrison, with Big Show. He was a United States champion multiple times. He kind of brought back the IC belt when it was out of existence yep, for a while. We'll talk about that. And he did have a run as the WWE champion there. But then again, that was just because of the birth of Rock and Cena. Now he has the briefcase again for the second time. Where do you go with this? Because right now on paper, I I really don't know. Randy Orton is the champion. He's going to be the champion for a very long time. And they
1: say, uh, you know, reading the dirt sheets, they said that the the, um, mania versus Orton and Edge is still kind of on at this point. Um, So does
0: Edge win the Royal Rumble? It, now, remember, this is our theory now. I know. It all depends on who wins the Royal Rumble. Because if Big E wins the Royal Rumble, he's against Roman. Mm-hmm. Rocks out the window. Right. If Edge wins the Royal Rumble, he comes back. Because that's technically, he's supposed to come back January, February. Oh, so if right, he comes back at the Royal Rumble, right wins the, the Royal cross. Rumble,
1: we have Edge, Randy Orton. You can have Edge as, like, entrant number 30 win it so he doesn't have to do much. Exactly. If he's still kind of mm-hmm. on the fence, just throw somebody over, shockingly, and then win it and then be done with it, it can happen. Um so that's where our, you want to go. So I, I don't know. But. The
0: theory that we said is kind of, it's starting to fall in place. This is step one. Step one of our theory is if Randy's the champion, which he should be mm-hmm. during WrestleMania, because again, he's feuding right now. Obviously, it's, it's been two days since he's been champion, right? He won on Sunday. It's Tuesday. The Fiend and McIntyre are kind of in the middle. The Fiend doesn't need a belt to be Uh He doesn't need a belt to be uh, as good of a character as he is. He's just a disguise right now. Right. I think McIntyre is going to fade away. I think The Fiend's going to come up and challenge Orton. Not until after Survivor Series because it's Orton versus Re- Reigns. So we'll see that. We'll see The Fiend in there. We'll see, in my opinion, it yeah. all depends on who wins the Rumble. You,
1: you know that Orton. God damn it sorry um text message um i think that, that survivor series match orton's and orton's orton and reigns isn't going to end in uh whoever no in a, no, it's going to end, end, end at, like no contest yeah. or something yeah but it's going to end in no contest uh, which is like don't, DQ, don't, whatever. Don't tease my bag like that, yeah. you know? Like don't don't fuck with me like that. Yeah, stupid.
0: And I mean some of the SummerSlam, some of the summers Wow. Some of the Survivor series matches are already booked. You had the new day against the Prophets, right? They announced that. They announced Oscar versus Sasha. They announced Bobby versus Sammy. They announced Randy versus um Roman. And they announced the five members of the women's raw team, which are tag team champions, the greatest wrestler ever, Naya and Baszler. Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose and Lana. <laughs> so I'll tell you right now. You're so pissed off. They're, they're really high on Lana. I wouldn't be surprised if Lana wins on the Survivor Series match. Because they want to push Lana. A lot, I heard. A I, lot. I, I guess so, yeah. But I mean, why would you want to push her when she's not really that great of a wrestler? Nor personality. Is she getting the sympathy vote? Because technically Natalya turned on her and then Nia Jax is through through a table. For the sixth time yesterday... And they now emphasize now it's a running joke. Now they,
1: they you know, with the number. Yeah. Now they emphasize when
0: Tom Phillips right. says, "Oh, he puts she puts her through the table." He emphasized the number. So now right. this number it's like five. Now it's six. So we'll okay. see what happens with that. But I mean, um, the whole cash in with with uh, with the Miz. I think Randy Orton's gonna be the champion in WrestleMania. What I ideally think is gonna happen, which they should happen, this is FB one hundred one. The Rock comes back. The Rock and Reigns at Romania, and Edge wins the Royal Rumble. It's Edge versus Orton in an I Quit match. There's three main events that VKM has in his wheelhouse right now. Number one, which should be number one, is the Rock and Reigns. That's number one. Right, we spoke about that. Number last week. two is Orton versus Edge in an I Quit match, and number three, which is the dark horse one, which I don't think will happen, is Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch.
1: Wow, that is two people who aren't even exactly. Made. Yeah,
0: that's on the table. I heard. One's about to give birth. The other one, she's been training. Ronda has been training.
1: Yeah, that I've that I've heard and I've seen. So,
0: what's gonna now? The Miz technically has one year from two days ago to cash in because he won the briefcase.
1: Oh, so now it it starts over.
0: I think that he's gonna put that loophole in there and say because technically Otis won it in uh, what May, June, middle of June,
1: right after Father's Day or on Father's Day.
0: Yeah. So, he has a couple extra months now. So, so if, that
1: technically puts him to the next Money in the Bank pay-per-view. You know that, right? Yeah. When you do the math. Quick math says... yeah. You know, <laughs> Signer math, yeah. Sider math. Yeah. Right. Because, I
0: mean, if you really want to play the rules, he won it, and then he has mm-hmm. a year to defend it. Right. But maybe they'll put the asterisk in, yeah, but the original victory happened in June. But again, maybe Miz will try to cash in and lose, too. But who does he cash in on? He's on Raw. Orton's the champion.
1: Yeah, I mean, does he?
0: Does he try to cash in on Randy and and Morrison costing the match?
1: That's what I think. And okay. then, then they get into something. But yeah. then again, that's just a waste what's of a the point? point.
0: What is the point that you're pushing John Morrison now as a top guy? Because John Morrison—that's
1: the only thing that makes sense. And that's why I was like, well, John Morrison
0: has the credentials of being a top guy, multiple time champion. And that's what I was saying. Yeah. I said
1: at the beginning of this like little segment we're doing. That's what makes you're very it, giddy right now. I like. I that, am because I, I'm excited about that because yeah. that this is kind of what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, this paper view really, I couldn't wait to come here today because we had so many good talking points mm-hmm. and everything going on. But like, that's who should really have this briefcase because Morrison is more of a likely uh, foil for somebody and a likely champion as opposed to Miz. Who's not running that hot unless they just start over the next few weeks just telling a story and Miz is just working I his mean, way back
0: up. The Miz lost to McIntyre last night clean. Right. I mean, you can't bury McIntyre after losing to Orton. So, no, I mean,
1: not at all. Again,
0: <clears throat> excuse me. Again, is Miz the pawn in this plan of pushing Morrison, or is Miz just the pawn or the catalyst to take the loss to Orton and start a program with Morrison? It's it's too early to tell, but. Mm. That's I, the only I, avenue that it can go. Right, unless that's they... That's the only avenue that and, it can and go. And you
1: know Roman's not losing the belt. Roman's so, not going to lose the belt so for a very long time. So you can't even be like, oh, maybe he'll try to fake us out and cash in on somebody in SmackDown, whether he can or he can't do that. I don't know. I don't no, really I mean, care about the rules. But that's nobody. not happening. So there's it's nobody just whoever's in, in SmackDown. Wall. Who yeah. else could be a champion that Miz could steal it from? Nobody. Nobody. So that automatically tells me it's going to be an unsuccessful cash-in, and mm-hmm. then what are we doing? Exactly. I'd really prefer... If the money in the bank was just 100% positive, 100% always, all the time. Obviously, it's not like that because we, we know of all the failed cash-ins. Um, but if it was automatic every time, that would be like, oh, dude, that guy's going to get it. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, it's just a matter of when. Yep. Now, the story is so – it's more believable now as opposed to when it was with Otis because – Otis ain't doing anything with that. Other Remember than... we
0: said our, our mind said AJ, but our heart said Otis. Yeah.
1: And he got it because
0: of the sympathy. He got it because of his – I think Vince McMahon AJ... wanted to make a statement with that and yeah. do it himself.
1: Yeah. I think if AJ would have won it and did everything that he did up until this point, I mean he probably would have tried to cash in on somebody from, Absolutely. from uh, June to the end of October now where we're at. Um, and now if he's got that heater of a big-ass seven foot six dude – and he had the briefcase, that would have been compelling. That yeah. would have been something that, you know, it's coming. You just don't know when, and that guy's going to help do it.
0: Because of all the people in that match, it was Mysterio, it was Brian, it was Corbin, Otis, AJ, and Esther Black. Those are the six guys. Right. The only two people that I really saw had a chance and the briefcase would look good on them was King Corbin and on, on
1: uh, AJ Styles. And AJ Styles. And I think you might have said that, and I was like, I don't want to see it on Corbin again. because Where's of, he like, been? I don't know. He's been off TV for months.
0: He's been off. Maybe he's taking May- a break. No, that could be. That Maybe. could be true. Because he did put a lot of work in recently. Like he was, he
1: he, he had been part of everything up until when he week. was
0: part of it with the with the Roman and the Usos. Well,
1: remember what started where Roman and the Usos were on January of this year. He was in a dog food match. Yeah. Literally a dog food covered <laughs> in dog, dog food. food and now we're getting Roman as a heel versus Jay. With like, brand new teeth. What yeah, a crazy, crazy 10 months. It's, yeah, It's with,
0: crazy 10 months. With shiny teeth. Yeah. it's it's This has been probably the craziest year obviously for WWE with everything that, that they have been going through yeah. and trying to patch all these pay-per-views and special events together to make sense like WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania was in a close set with no fans. I'll never happen again <laughs> but they had to get through that. So
1: and that's why I wish I would have bought the WrestleMania. I wasn't there. Sure yeah. When I had or
0: WrestleMania's biggest fan it was the the fan that was in the performance. Yeah. Night. Yep. So uh, the the Orton McIntyre match, I liked it. In my opinion, it was my least favorite of the three Hell in a Cell's match. Agreed. Absolutely. If, if I had to Agreed. rank my favorite Hell in a Cell matches, I'm gonna go. Geez, I'm gonna go Orton three. I'm gonna go with. The next match we're going to talk about it too, and then my favorite was uh, Roman and Uso. What about you? Exactly, the exactly way the put same. It. Now, now I'll have you lead off with this. What did you think of the Sasha Bailey Hell in a Cell match?
1: It was great. I I really liked it. Um, I I like the they everybody talks about the callbacks towards the end. Um, with the way Sasha made Bailey tap out, she was um. It takes you back to when they fought in NXT Brooklyn, uh, mm-hmm. I think one or two, and when they had the Iron Woman match.
0: Another similar finish is when Gargano beat Ciampa for the first time, and he put him in the hole with his knee brace.
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> um, so similar like callbacks like that mm-hmm. really. Um, if you if you pay attention as a fan, that really gets you going. It's the and minute it's
0: the, the minute details oh, that, that really, yeah, yeah,
1: that really make a, a feud. And I, I think it was great. I think it was necessarily long um and it needed to be that way and i thought that a lot of the spots that they did um help sell the match so their match was brutal um the there, physical, were there was a lot of, of physical violence there some their, botches their, their, let me, there were some yeah, botches too their match was violent romans was brutal mm-hmm. mentally and you okay. see, Roman, Roman botched down.
0: throwing the stairs up into the ring. Yeah, everybody you know? does. <laughs> Those things
1: have to be hundreds of pounds, mm-hmm. if that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, come on. It, yeah, I don't blame him. The
0: Kendo stick spot between Bailey and Sasha was botched also.
1: Well, where she tried to duct tape them together. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, like, "What is she doing here?" Whatever. Yeah. but she played along with it. Yeah. you know, like. And I love if if you were paying attention to the audio, and that's why I like where you can't hear the fans. They were talking to each other also, and Bailey kept overhearing what they were saying in the commentary and she was like, yes and she was like, <laughs> yeah g- g- giving her little quips back to um so they're on Smack so that's Michael Cole and um and Corey Graves um, so I thought that was actually funny, but uh the right outcome was Sasha winning the way she did mm-hmm. um, and even had the nerve to put her foot on Bailey and hold up the championship yeah. you know that was awesome. Um. yeah, I thought I thought everything about that match was great. I-, I definitely, like, couldn't take my eyes off of watching that match.
0: Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed that match. The spots early when giving her the meteor into the cage. and I love the way that she... Up, up the table. Yeah. They used the cage more than I think any... Well, if you look at Roman... I mean, if you look at Randy and Drew, they used the cage. They used the entire cage, but yeah. physically... I thought they were going to fall through the thing. Yeah. I hate when people walk physically up Physically in the match... They did a good way to embrace the gimmick of the Hell in a Cell. They, they also had a lot used, more wrestling also. Yeah, I think also they had the weapons. most wrestling. Yeah, They used kendo sticks, a fire extinguisher, tables, the chain link fence. They did a lot of different um,
1: moves with
0: props that worked well in the match.
1: Yeah, I'm glad none of them went sour either. Yeah, you know, Sometimes you get that in did such they, a they, tight They quarter. used a ladder too, right? Um, I thought
0: they used a ladder too.
1: Yeah, at towards yeah. the end because she tried to give her a... a I think she gave her a Bailey-to-Belly, but it was actually Sasha who did it. Yeah,
0: so they used the latter, too. But yeah. in my opinion, the right outcome happened because, again, like I said last week, I think Bailey's character is getting a little bit stale, her having over a year run as champion. But 380 what, days. Yeah. And can Sasha get over the 27-day hump? I think she is going to because of where Survivor Series placement is. What she's
1: I, lucky. and Well, I mean, anything could happen between now and then, but... Um, you know, she's lucky that it's a non-title match and Survivor Again, yeah. Series comes up when it does. I think Bailey, I heard was going to take a little bit of time off and might come back near TLC, which is in December, and then if not then, then um in the Rumble at some point. Yeah. Um so we'll see. I- I'm curious to see if, if the things with Bailey die down. Who's the next challenger, which is likely uh Bianca? Yeah. But uh, that's a little just that's yet. a little hot shot.
0: I think it's going to be Carmella.
1: You haven't seen her. Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. Yep. I think we'll see Friday. Friday will change things. We're doing is a, this after uh we're doing this, this after, after Raw. U, but before, after yeah. Raw so. so
0: this is what I ultimately think is gonna happen. I think this Friday Sasha's gonna come out and do whatever, but then I think Bailey and her are gonna have one more match for the title on SmackDown. Right. That's gonna finish the feud. Sasha's gonna win clean. Then I think we're gonna see Carmelo maybe next week. Um so
1: you won't see her at all on Friday.
0: Who? Um Carmelo. Mm, I don't maybe Maybe come out after and just do a promo about how she's untouchable. That's her new gimmick and all the stuff, and show her face to Sasha. Then I think it'll be Sasha and Carmella for a little bit. Then I think it's going to be Sasha and Bianca. I think Carmella's going to play in the middle just to get Sasha over.
1: So she's done with Bailey for the foreseeable yeah. future. Yeah,
0: just like remember when Io Shirai beat Ripley and Charlotte Flair. We always said, okay, who's our next opponent going to be? Oh, yep. it's going to be whatever. She had to Kai first, I think, just to make a statement. So I think this is how it's going to be get a, also. It's always to get a win under there. Yeah, you want to get to a not. win under your belt because, yeah. again. Because it
1: makes it more legit. And yeah. it also, you know, you have to think about, like, uh, you know they talk about trades for any kind of sport. You don't really um, – and, like, they talk about NFL and the draft. Uh, a good way to grade the draft is three years after that draft had finished where you are in that time. It's a similar situation with the booking uh, for wrestling. I feel it's the same way also. Um, where you can't judge the feud and the next person that's coming along until that one's kind of over with because you have to see how they got there to get to this next point where you're at that day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that, you know, we'll see. You you need a win under your belt to legitimize what had happened two months prior and that two months could be, you know, we're talking about Hell in a Cell that had just finished up.
0: Yeah, because if you look at the SmackDown women's roster, Zelina Vega... Lost to Bianca. I think yep. Bianca's going to be part of the SmackDown team at Survivor
1: Series. Absolutely. Handdown. If she doesn't help win it, yeah, um, let, she's going to be part of the team. Let me down. let me tell you that if if she gets taken out by Lana or whatever, I'm I'm throwing my TV out the window.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's hard to that's because silly. the EST gimmick the EST could be gimmick a natural is, heel. Yeah, could be a natural heel gimmick now. Right, she's going come back out, to the perfect, going thing. back to the Mister Perfect. Yeah. She's fastest, strongest, toughest, whatever EST. So it's the roughest, the toughest. Yeah, yep. that's why I think Carmella. Is gonna come in. She's gonna be the first. Meantime, uh, yeah, she's yeah. gonna be the first challenger because if you look at the rest of the roster, Natalia's has Survivor Series team written all over it. <laughs> yeah. um, Ruby first, Riot and Liv Morgan, same thing. Yeah, and you have Bianca that. Belair. I'm gonna throw Zelina in there, and then I'm gonna throw like I don't I don't put Bailey on the team. i to put Tamina. That's five women's wrestlers. Fo- well, there's nobody else. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I don't think Billy Kay's gonna make it because Peyton didn't get that, so I think they're oh. giving her the shit treatment too. But mm. I think Carmella's gonna be the first challenger for Sasha Banks. I'd see it, I see it like a TLC. Mm-hmm. And then I think we're gonna see Bianca. So enter that already that means
1: she'll have the longest title reign of her career. Yeah, because remember, she has to
0: get over the 27 day hump.
1: Right. And they, you know, she, uh, I don't know if you read it, but she's the first, um, I guess, champion to win a women's champion to win uh, the belt in one calendar year. Oh really? SmackDown, Raw, and the Tag Team Championship. Yeah, but she's not. The, she's not era. the Triple
0: Crunch. I mean, she.
1: She's now a.
0: But right, Asuka still has the Asuka and Charlotte. No, Asuka has won every belt, mm-hmm. Money in the Bank, and the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So I mean, if like the Money Bank runners, It was uh, it was Carmella, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and um. Is
1: that it? Yeah, we've only had. Th- Three.
0: Yeah. Carmella, Alexa, and Asuka. Yeah. So uh, maybe Bianca will get thrown in there too. Or I still think it could be either Bianca or Mandy Rose, but that's way, way down the line. And, but,
1: and if you also think about it too, um, you know, so Sha- Sasha's also been in every Hell in a Cell match for a woman. She has. For Charlotte. Last year was Becky. This year was um, Bailey. Bailey. So she's fought all the four horse mo- women in some capacity in the cell.
0: And then maybe if you look at the Royal Rumble winners, Asuka, Becky Charlotte. It's going to be Bailey probably this year. I see Bailey winning the Royal Rumble.
1: But I, I, yeah, I guess it just depends on where the storyline's going, but I I feel like it should be. All right. Sorry, Bailey, but like, you know, we're not going to keep going with what this trend that we're all seeing. Now we got to go with somebody else because just like the money in the bank briefcase should be the Royal Rumble should be another way to hot shot somebody into a main event feud. Uh, yeah, and and look who won last year.
0: Charlotte won. Then she went over and Rhea Ripley in the opening match of night two at WrestleMania. Right. And then who won the men? McIntyre. And yeah, obviously went over Lesnar who I heard may be coming back, but I don't think he is. Hmm. Well, we'll see.
1: We'll see what happens to that. And then, I mean, I'm that... whatever with it. It just doesn't fit for what we're trying to do unless there's a storyline that, you know, cause he's not involved for a championship for once. Yeah.
0: So, that dissection of the the Bailey and Sasha Banks, it was a ending feud. Mm-hmm. The right woman went over, and the way that she did it was yeah. pretty smart. Sasha she, finally she, won. Yeah. Sac- yeah, she's using the chair that Bailey said that was her safety blanket right. or whatever it was. And I,
1: lo- and I love how before the match, right oh, as yeah. the cage was finishing coming down, because I was wondering right when again. the hell they were going to drop that cage. By the way, yeah, um, she kicked it out, and then eventually it just magically ended up like, oh, yeah. propped against the door, and yeah, the referee slid it. Slid it open. it, it in. was great. Yeah, it was great.
0: But um, and then we had, I mean, I don't even want to talk about this because it's just, you know, the shovels are getting buried for retribution. But we had Bobby Lashley defend his U.S. title in a last minute match against Slapjack. Next. A. A. Short next, next. Next. I'm not even going to talk about that. But all i saw, and, they,
1: and they clowned his name, too. They were like, uh, what was it? What were they? Uh, so
0: the guy with the funny mask or whatever they said. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. what Shelton Benjamin said. Yeah. Now, my depiction of retribution is is <laughs> it's. I mean, I don't know where they're going with this, but this is train wreck, dumpster fire, burial, (laughs) all three lined up in a row in one because you're taking such a huge gamble on this group, sabotaging a lot of time that you have on television. And then they come in and they're constantly losing.
1: They're 0-3-1 as of yesterday. Yes.
0: So... Unless Ali, unless they have a big plan for them, that whole Retribution Survivor Series match is not going to happen.
1: But what kills me is, well, yeah, there's also a... a wait, hold on. Did
0: you watch that, that match yesterday and you see what Mia Yim did? I fell asleep.
1: I, she, she faked, like, a, I want to say like a seizure or something yeah. and whatever. She doesn't fit in. Um, there, if you were to fit a woman in, you need a woman in the hurt business. To, to really Naomi. make that go. And that's what we, we yeah. had talked about this last week. So the if week they before, do have that. a
0: Survivor Series match. She if still
1: hasn't been seen yet. She's yeah. been drafted to Raw. So
0: if it's the four members of the Hurt Business and Naomi against Retribution in a Survivor Series match. You know why? At this point. But they can't because Bobby's to... playing. Uh, playing, <laughs> Bobby's wrestling Sammy. Right. At Survivor Series. Right. So. I mean, I'm really digging the Hurt... Now, we're also seeing last night when the New Day, who dressed up as the Street Profits, with Asuka, did that little backstage thing that the Street Profits normally do. Mm -hmm. We see the Hurt Business come in and say, we're looking for those tag team titles. So we're going to have Shelton and Cedric, in my opinion, against the New Day, which is a good feud. Yeah. Because...
1: The Hurt Business needs those tag team championships. And I I think Alexander and... uh um Shelton, Shelton would mm-hmm. be I think if I didn't say this last week I said it the week before great tag team. Yeah, they would. Can't beat them. Can't beat them. World greatest tag team number 2. <laughs>
0: number 2. Just you're subtracting Charlie Haas and putting in Shelton and uh Cedric Alexander. Alexander yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's where the Hurt Business is going to go next, I think. I I
1: I I want them to go there because Yeah. It's the right path. It is. You got to put more titles on that.
0: You're pushing that. Then maybe that She's means still that championship. Well, yeah, two, two. But, and then, but then maybe that three. means that maybe that means that retribution is kind of going to be fading away from them. But then Bray Wyatt messed up with with retribution. So where are we going to go with that? Because the fiend.
1: Oh, well, then also after where last night went too. So last night I had an issue with what happened at the end. I seen that coming, but I didn't like what happened after. So maybe in a couple of weeks, maybe I my opinion. Well,
0: McIntyre over the Fiend.
1: I guess so. I I guess you can uh, and they actually even said that on air that he that he did that. But you know Orton knew who was behind him. Didn't want to turn around. It was like oh boy, not yet. Like, you know he like was legit, he knows he's like, coming. Yeah. He felt the you, you could look at Orton's reaction and feel his hair like rising on his arm. Like yeah. that's the that's the way I, I took what happened?
0: I mean, obviously, the, I think the only reason why the fiend did that was just to cement himself that he's there, that he's watching. You know what I mean?
1: Well, if that's the case, then he's watching everybody. He is. So. So. It could You have no clue where he's going to show up. And he's a, um, he's a, what is the term? He is a. He He's just random. Like, he could just be wherever. He's just a nuisance that's just hovering over the entire Raw locker room. And he could show up wherever he pleases and do whatever he wants and pick whoever he wants to. Now, you've seen that there was – a touched a little sour note during the Firefly Funhouse where they talked about, oh, I'm going to interview Randy Orton. And they cut over to Bray, who had the cool green oh, yeah. thing. And behind him, you can hear the screaming and then the burning. And then the picture was over his uh, right shoulder. Of the of his uh, old compound. Right. So. That's and he where... had the
0: ceremonial – Thing saying, I his yes, hand like, like, yeah, so like cross art- I, I artifact hope that's where
1: they're going, um, but if they don't do it now, at least they'll do it later well, i mean are they so turn I, are they
0: turning Randy orton, but again, it's not gonna no. make any sense because Randy orton's gonna have to be the champion, yeah, that's why I do think they're going to wrestle a t l c Randy orton's gonna win again. the Randy fiend...
1: orton will win against bray Wyatt, yeah, if they do that won't win against the fiend you don't if, think you, so? if you if Randy beats the fiend, mm mm it doesn't. It doesn't mean. Are we anything. getting
0: the shovel out? Yeah. at that point, yes. Technically, remember Roman beat the Fiend in a match, but the Fiend wasn't pinned.
1: Right. Braun Strowman was pinned. Right. So, so. yeah. So.
0: But again, he doesn't need when the belt you to be relevant. We talk semantics. Yes. Well, I mean, technically, yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, know <laughs> I know. I know. No, but doing. like uh, sure. a couple things about the Firefly Funhouse. Did you see the gloves that Alexa Bliss is wearing? Oh, I loved them. It's I a love them. Pain and play. Play. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. And the the white eyes that she has matches the gloves. That was awesome too. And then how her, she dressed up outfit. like he, she, that, yeah, we Wow. It, it looked, looked like, like Chucky. Looked but like Chucky. To, yeah, that was cool. That was awesome too. Yeah, she looked good. She did. Really good. Yeah, she did. <laughs> like, really, really good. And then the whole Mad Hatter theme there in the Firefly Funhouse yep. and the, yeah, House the Wonderland in there. yep, yeah, so although of was
1: really skeptical that they said, "Oh, and the last thing is arsenic, I was like, oh, you're trying to I don't know if that was the right move, why." Talking about, oh, I put poison in something. Like, yeah. You
0: know. Kitty? Too kiddish? No, not kiddish. Too hard?
1: That was a little rough. Yeah. Well. Just just because of the audience that it could, whatever. I mean, he came back alive at the end of the day. Yeah. So that kind of well, I mean, cleared things up a little bit. He put
0: him in a blender in the first couple of Firefly Fun Houses. You know what I mean? So um, we'll see where that goes. You know, we'll see where a lot of stuff goes. Right. Again, um, Right. So we'll see where in the next coming weeks who's feuding with who, who's doing with what. You know, the fact that us here at Sunset Radio, we've been focusing so much on uh the current product that um you know, we're going to be doing a couple episodes not just of current product, but we're going to be doing some some throwback episodes of what we think is the greatest of whatever. So we, we always have to give our opinion on yeah, the current product. We have I mean, to that's give what our opinion always yeah. is
1: our new our new, you know, material, but we mm-hmm. always like to go back and touch base on uh, everything that's past and, pre- you know, past and present. So. Yeah.
0: And we we are going to be doing another wrestling satchel in the month of November. Mm-hmm. So we'll tell you when that's going to happen if you have any questions about anything that you want us to talk about, you can always comment on our Facebook or Instagram or email us at, at com. <laughs> I
1: was it. ready. That was the I perfect was
0: the perfect perfect. It only took like 5 weeks but we got it. Right. Um so next week we're going to be coming at you with Probably the third man again. We're thinking. Uh, I spoke to Jeff yesterday. I went out yesterday morning and picked up some AEW wrestlers for myself and Jeff. And he looked at me. He goes, "When's the next time I'm on?" And he's like, "Well, we've been doing current product, and next week we're going to be doing a little throwback episode of pay per views. So we're going to be talking about some of our favorite pay per views of all time, and just what made them special and some history of them." So. Check us out. Jeff will most likely be on with us for that. Then we'll figure out when we're going to record. And then we will let you know on Facebook, Podbean, Instagram. And those are all of our mm-hmm. social media mm-hmm. outlets. We are in the process of getting business cards and stickers made. So we're going to be doing some of that special oh, stuff too. Stickers, be cool. Yeah, gonna it's going to be awesome. Everywhere. We changed our. Uh, Do you see what I did? I changed the. I, I updated. Uh, the little icon. The little icon uh, with our new logo. So. Podcast, yeah. And yeah so always follow us always like us and you know what anyone listening out there i want you to write a review of us on apple podcast because we have about 10 ratings but we have, we have no reviews so if you can do that that'd be great so um once again my name is thomas lisi when your co-host so always join the most handsome man in the room alex drain this hey, is sons hey, of you. flip radio That's peace love man. and wrestling take care y'all Later.